We hope you enjoy this message from Church on the Lake by Pastor Mike Cooper. Into the Word. Let's open our Bibles. We're talking tonight. We've been, Liz and I have been doing a Bible study on the power of your words. And we kind of gave it a tagline, say this, not that. And that's kind of been our way that we've walked through. And tonight we're talking about blessing and cursing. Blessing and cursing. So I want to just jump in in the introduction and give you three uh, verses. It actually ends up being four, but three sets of verses to kind of introduce this. And then Liz will come and, and take us into the blessing portion of the message. So let's start in Proverbs 11, 11. Proverbs 11, 11. And we're talking about blessing and cursing. Say blessings, not curses, right? Okay. The blessing of favor resting upon the righteous influences a city to lift it higher. Think about the mandate, not, not a bad mandate. That's a bad word right now. Think about the, the, the hand of God upon us right now to be an influence in our city. And I'm not just talking about what Livingston, I'm talking about the city you live in. Because we all live in different little cities around the lake. We, we are a lake church. We're a lake community church. And the blessing of favor is resting upon the righteous to influence a city and to lift it higher. I've always quoted it from the New King James, by the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. But wicked leaders tear it apart, how? By their words. Okay, so you see a good indication of blessing with words and cursing with words. All right, Matthew 5, verse 22. But I'm telling you, if you hold anger in your heart toward a fellow believer, you are subject to judgment. And whoever demeans and insults a fellow believer is answerable to the congregation. And whoever calls down curses upon a fellow believer is in danger of being sent to a fiery hell. Now, that, that right there is in red when you read it in your Bible. That means it's Jesus' words. And when you read verse 22 there, that's part of the Sermon on the Mount. So this is Jesus talking about how important it is that we bless one another and not curse one another. Everybody say amen. amen. All right, one more, and then I'm going to turn it over to Liz. Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. Yet Christ paid the full price. He paid the full price. He didn't get the third price like we like to get on the clearance rack. He paid the full price to set us free from the curse 
of the law. He, Jesus, absorbed the curse completely. Hear this. As he became a curse in our place. For it is written, everyone who is hung upon a tree is cursed. Jesus dissolved the curse from our lives. And that should get a great big hallelujah. So that in him, all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon the Gentiles. And now through faith, we have received the promised Holy Spirit who lives in us. I love hearing words of blessing. It encourages me so much. Mike has always been a person that spoke words of blessing to me. And um, I was a little broken when I met him. And so he just took me to a new level. And that's what it does when people bless others. It takes you to a new level. It gives you confidence. And it gives you, it builds your faith to believe that, that God can do amazing things. Marquise de Lafayette. I'm not sure I said that right, but some French guy. <laughs> was a French officer who provided invaluable assistance to George Washington and the struggling American army. After the war was over, he returned to France and resumed his life as a farmer of many estates. In 1783, the harvest was a terrible one, and there were many who suffered as a result. Lafayette's farms were unaffected by the devastating crop failures, one of his workers offered what seemed to be good advice to Lafayette. The bad harvest has raised the price of wheat. This is the time to sell. After thinking about the hungry peasants in the surrounding villages, Lafayette disagreed and said, No, this is the time to give. Oh, but sometimes in our relationships that are in a bad season, you will hear advice that says, download that relationship. Get rid of it. It's not bringing any benefit to you. Yet the Bible says that there is, pow there is power of life and death in our tongue. In Proverbs 18, 21, your words are powerful. They will kill or give life. And a talkative person will reap the consequences. <laughs> I'm not really going to talk about that, but it just made me laugh. <laughs> James 3, 9 through 10. But the tongue is not able to be tamed. Isn't that the truth? It is fickle, unrestrained evil that spews out words full of toxic poison. We use our tongue to praise God our Father and then turn around and curse a person who was made in his very image. Out of the same mouth, we pour out words of praise one minute and curses the next. 
My brothers and sisters, this should never be. We can't tame our tongue, but God can. Amen. What we say to each other, it matters. But also what we say to ourselves, what we speak over ourselves as well. We need to speak blessings on our finances, on our health, cities, on our country, etc. Declare blessings over your current struggles, not curses. I will overcome. I will get through it with the help of God. The battle is God's. It is not mine. I surrender this battle to God. It, God will be with me. Not, I'm never going to make it. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm finished. No, those are, your, you're cursing yourself. So bless yourself. God will be with me. We can choose to see good in our job, in our families, in our income, in our health and our surroundings, depending on what we say about them. Because what we say about them is our perspective. So choose to bless your future by the things that you speak today. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from trouble. Psalms 21, 23. I used to say to my daughter, you don't have to say everything that comes to your mind. <laughs> and so I say that to you today. <laughs> you don't have to say everything that comes to your mind. <laughs> Jesus is truth. John 14, 16 through 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Savior, the Holy Spirit of truth, who will be to you a friend just like me. And he will never leave you. The world won't receive him because they can't see him or know him. But you know him intimately because he remains with you and will live inside you. The New King James says it like this. And I will pray the Holy, I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells within you and will be in you. He dwells with you and will be in you. My comforter who is in me. What, a, what better friend is that than one who comforts me and is within me? And he never, ever leaves me. I love this. The Holy Spirit is my friend. He is your friend. Listen to your friend. He wants to walk with us. We were told on Sunday he spoke to us. I went back and listened to it on Facebook, and I didn't have these notes with me when I prepared these notes, so I didn't put it in my notes. But I want to read to you what God said to one of the things that God said to us on Sunday because it really spoke to me and I want you to I want to remind you and I want you to remember we have turned a corner the new day is dawning behold I am doing a new thing says the Lord and I want to walk out every day from now on with you. I want to do life with you. 
Choose me. Choose me, says the Lord. I am for you and never against you. The new day is here. Step in. Come. Receive my embrace. I want to be with you. I want to do life with you. I want to be in a relationship with you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Come. Come to me. Come to me, says the Lord. The new day is here, and it is time. In Jesus' name. I think that speaks what God was speaking to us tonight about the secret place. And he, he said this to us on Sunday. And he loves us. And he wants to be with us. And he wants to bless us. And he wants us then to bless others. So let that marinate in you tonight. Meditate on it. You know, the meat tastes so much better when you marinate it. And we're going to taste so much better if we marinate in blessing. We are here to walk with him in truth. And that includes speaking truthful things in and over our life. Ephesians 4.15 says, But instead we remain strong and always sincere in our love as we express the truth all our direction and ministries will flow from Christ and lead us deeper into him, the anointed one, the anointed head of this body, the church. So let Jesus speak through you and to you. Speak life into your marriage, your community, your family, your school, your church, your friends, and even to those who don't love you. What would happen if we began to sleep, speak blessing over every aspect of our lives and the people in our lives? Luke 6.28 says, When someone curses you, bless that person in return. When others mistreat you and harass you, accept it as your mission to pray for them. Our culture tells us a curse for a curse. But Jesus says, give a blessing in return for a curse. Fill your mind with the fill your mind and spirit with the words of your Savior, not the culture. Here are some things that God says and how He sees you. You are His child. You are valuable. You are chosen. You are His masterpiece. You are loved eternally. You are the light of the world. You are a child of light. You are complete. You are understood. You are his friend. You are forgiven. You are blameless. And you are deeply loved by God. How, you may say. Well, because when Jesus is in you, that's what God sees is Jesus. And he makes us all of that. And he makes everyone else all of that, too. So thank Jesus when you look at others, when you speak to others and to yourself. Matthew 25, 40. And the king will answer them, Don't you know, when you cared for the least of these, my little ones, my true brothers and sisters, you demonstrated love for me. I think we could easily say 
when you have spoken blessing or given blessing to one of the least of these, you have spoken blessing to Jesus. When we speak blessing, we are truly caring for his little ones. That's what, that's you, that's me, that's a friend, that's the one that is down and out, that's even those who curse us, that's even those who hate us, that's even those who mistreat us. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of excited to put this into action, because I I have areas that need work where blessing is concerned. It's not easy to bless when you're cursed. It's not easy to bless when you're mistreated. But I said recently to someone, I have started, when I want to tell somebody what for, I start praying blessing on them, <laughs> and it changes me, and eventually it will change them. So speak blessings in word and action. Amen. When we found out that Liz's dad was coming to stay with us. Um, it was something that we never expected to get an opportunity to, to have six weeks with Liz's dad. Um, we never thought, we live in Texas. He lives in Oregon. And when we moved to Texas, he said, I'll never come there. <laughs> and he never did. When mom was alive, they never were able to come. And since he's been 90 years old, he's now come twice. And uh, let's praise God. And we, we didn't really know what to expect. Um, we had been with Dad in April for a couple of days, and he was doing pretty good at home. But he'd been away from home for almost three months because of some stuff that Liz's sister had to do to sell a house in Sacramento. He had been down there with her uh, for about two months before he came here. So we just didn't know what to expect. And having dad with us was such a blessing in so many ways. And it couldn't have came at a worse time in our life for him to come. I mean, <laughs> my schedule was so packed. And dad, dad doesn't stay in motels. And I had speaking engagements while he was here, and he had to stay in a nice motel, not just a motel. He had to stay in a nice motel. And he'd never stayed in a nice motel in his 95 years. And what's all that? And, you know, we were like, look how nice is it? That's all foo-foo stuff, you know. <laughs> And it was so sweet. And you all loved on him, and he loved you. I mean, he loved Church on the Lake, and that really blessed us to have Dad, you know, talk about how much he loved the church, and it was so special. And God really did something in him while he was here. And he had the toughest day of his life on Sunday. 
and it was a tough day. And he came to church with us early, 8.30, sit, sat right there on the second row, and he, and he started shaking. And he was scared. He was nervous. He was afraid. And he'd been afraid to fly home the whole six weeks. So every day, Dad, you can do this. You, you can do it, Dad. You're, it's going to be okay. We're going to go with you to Dallas, and, and Connie will meet us in Dallas. You're going to have somebody with you the whole way. Uh, but it was every day. Uh, he had to get one more thing for the trip. Uh, I think we went to Walmart every day to buy one more thing for the trip. Because <laughs> you're not going to not get it for him, right? And, oh, and Liz was speaking those words over him. She gave him a list. That very list that she gave you, she gave it to her dad. Dad, say these things. I am blessed. And and he would. He would he would say those, but on Sunday, it just got so bad, and we left church after church, and, and he goes, we can't, I can't go out to eat. I go, we're not going out to eat. We're going home, Dad. And, and I said, we're going to eat some really nice lasagna. I ain't eating no lasagna. I can't eat lasagna. I want some soup. And I mean, he was, but he was hurting. There was, there was something happening inside of him. And he, he was, his body began to kind of lose control of itself. He couldn't, his arms would just do this. And so when you're eating soup and you're doing, it's not good. And then he couldn't really swallow very well. And so, you know, it was like all over him. And, and he's such a proud man that that was so hard for him. But something began to happen on Sunday. And it got worse. And about three or four in the afternoon, I was sitting on one side of the living room and he was sitting on the other. Liz was outside. And he just started saying, Jesus, I need you, Jesus. Jesus, I need you, Jesus. And pretty soon he just threw up his hands. And I didn't know if that was the body reacting, you know, that jerking. But he threw up his hands and he said, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And then his voice got weaker and, and, and he just was weeping before the Lord. And he was crying and crying and, and he stayed in that place of prayer for several hours and I had to come to the church for a while and, and I got back home and, and we called um, Connie, uh, his daughter, his other daughter and, and her two, her, her daughter and son were on the call so we had it on um, speakerphone and um, we were all praying for him and he was praying. We, we then sent out a email to the church to be praying, and, and we sent a note to his church in Oregon to pray, and, and Connie's, uh, Shannon's church in Tennessee was praying, and I'm telling you, God touched him. God, I watched the fear disappear. I watched healing come into his body. And his body began to relax. 
With my own eyes, I saw Dad touched by the Lord. And it wasn't too long after that, he said, I want some more of that soup. And we're like, no. <laughs> he says, I can do it. That's, that's not a word he normally would say. I can do it. And he sat down and he, I mean, he wrestled that bowl and he ate that soup every last bite. He got up from that table and he was able to walk back in the living room. And I said, Dad, I think you're good enough to watch the very last program of When Calls the Heart. Because he'd been watching them the whole time he'd been there. And we were on the last show. We were on the last show. And I didn't think he was going to get to watch it. And he wanted to know, would she choose this guy or that guy? I, I won't say. I won't say. But he watched that and he got up and he, he said, I'm not going to bed tonight. I go, Dad, go put your jammies on. Go put your jammies on. And he went in and put his jammies on. He came out, and, and we went to bed, and at some point he went to bed. He wasn't going to go to bed. He was going to sit in the chair all night. He went to bed, and he slept longer than he had the whole six weeks. He got up Monday morning and came walking out. And he's like, that was the worst day of my life. That was crazy. Did you see me doing this? Now think of, he's now, he's actually, he doesn't make fun of himself. Did you see, I was spitting all over myself. God had touched him. We didn't know if he was going home or going home. Honestly, it was a tough day. And now I'm going, Through Monday, he just kept getting better and better, and we took him to the airport yesterday morning, and yesterday he was stronger than any other day of the six weeks he was with us. He got on the airplane, and he was at peace. He was never afraid, and he flew all the way home to Oregon and is safe at home tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, that isn't one thing in my notes, and I'm not worried about that because I don't even want to tell you about cursing, right? I don't want to, I don't want to say, don't say, don't say it. Say that. The blessing came into dad Sunday in the midst of his desperation. God heard his cry. God heard his desperate cry. It wasn't Liz praying for him. It wasn't Mike praying for him. It wasn't the church praying for him. It wasn't somebody, you know, some evangelist. It was him praying. And when he cried out to God, God heard his cry. And think about that for yourself tonight. When we, when we said, Jesus, we want to hear your voice. Why do we need to hear his voice? Because when we hear his voice, everything changes. We want that blessing for everyone in this room, for you to hear the voice of God, to live in his presence, to walk in his presence. So when you face a life trial like that, you come out the other side victorious. Yeah. 
That's the kind of muscle God's wanting to build in every one of us. That's why blessing is so important, because the blessing builds the muscle. And so I, in these last three minutes, I just want to speak a blessing over all of you tonight and release that blessing over you, that God's blessing would go before you. And Father, thank you for sending Dad to us for six weeks. Thank you for the blessing it was to have him in our home and not to have him pay for everything, but for him to allow us to serve him, for us as his kids to be able to do something for him. And Lord, I thank you right now that you can do something for all of us by pouring your blessings upon each and every one of us. Lord, we're your kids, and our hearts cry out to you, Daddy. Our hearts cry out to you because you're the one that loves us so. And so each one of us right now, we, we go into that secret place and we ask, Daddy, that you would pour out your blessing on every one of your kids. You love us all the best. You love us all the best. We're your best. All of us are your best. And I don't know how you do it because I can't do that, but you can. And so, Lord, love us all the very best by pouring your blessings upon our life, that we might live in the blessing of God like Abraham lived in the blessing of God, that we might live in the blessing of God like Isaac lived in the blessing of God, that we might live in the blessing of God like Jacob did. Oh, Father, we are the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so we want to live in the blessing of your children. So I bless your children tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you all. Have a wonderful evening. See you on Sunday. It's going to be a great, great day. Thank you for listening today. May you as a son or daughter of the Father know the true love of Jesus Christ and understand your true identity as a royal member of his family. If you live in Polk, San Jacinto, or Trinity County in Texas, consider joining us live at 8125 U.S. Highway 190 West in Livingston. We have services Sunday at 10 a.m., Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Like us on Facebook, and if you would like to partner with us, check us out online at cotl.live.